Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right, all right. Episode 28. 28. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Episode 28. Um been a been a long week. Um ten we tend to usually upload and have it on uh Monday. Yeah. Uh but due to us taking a trip out of town to see Keith's brother, my best friend, mm-hmm. uh we helped him move and and then we came back to town, and we had a pretty busy week, so we yeah. couldn't actually get on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today we bring you a Saturday special podcast of a trucker's mind. Yeah. Let's first start off like anything interesting that you came across this week. Um, not really. I think um, the most interesting stuff was happening out there when, oh, we, yeah. when we were moving, like in Pacific Grove. Just seeing it's almost a culture shock. Definitely. Um, just, you know, you live in you live in a place for so long and then you you go visit someone else from a different city and you just see how completely different, um, you know, people live in a certain place. You know, what I mean? definitely. It's, crazy. it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else I found funny? Me and you. Um, I got this app called Bumble. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and my Bumble was going crazy out there. Yeah. All white girls. <laughs> it's like because there's not a lot of black people out yeah, there yeah so then i just like look at my phone and it's just like buzz, 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 buzz. and i look at all the chicks and i was like damn dang like this this is this is different it's the beard huh? oh it's the beard yeah what do they think i'm abraham lincoln or something i think you lebron <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what is lebron doing out here <laughs> Let me like his picture. You know those like culturally clueless Asians? They uh, think every black person is a celebrity. Kobe, Kobe <laughs> Bryant, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> hey, look, no, I'm sorry, Mister <laughs> Mister Chang. I'm not Kobe. Goddamn it! Uh, heck no. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. You see when he in the Olympics when um he was in the Beijing, mm-hmm. and he went out to the uh the food court area and he got like. I know he got swarmed. He got swarmed by these Asian people, like, and this is obviously it's in Beijing, so I'm not. Yeah. This is not racist, racist comment, mm-hmm. but they was like, oh, "Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe, Kobe," and Kobe was like, "Yo, whoa, 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 <laughs> okay, so calm down, B." He was like, "Yo, all right, all right." I saw, I saw. He was signing stuff, smiling, keeping it cool, and he's like, "All right, y'all, I gotta go." But wait, Kobe, wait, Kobe, Kobe. <laughs> Another picture of Kobe. Ah, Godzilla! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kobe <man>. so tall. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, besides that, dude, it was a good, it was a pretty good week. It was awesome. It's definitely a culture shock. It's beautiful. He has a, uh, uh, my homie has a beautiful house, man. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Big house with a fucking jacuzzi inside the house in yeah. the back. I was like, damn. And they have um like the backyard is just forest. Yeah, the backyard is literally the forest. You got you look out the window and just Bambi back there chilling. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of random deers that walk around too. Mm-hmm. Like this guy literally we just driving down the street, we drive right by a fucking deer. I was like, yo, that's a deer. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, they always out here, bro. <laughs> They're part of the community. Yeah, you yeah. like, bro, and people be feeding the deers and petting the deers. Like, I ain't touching that deer. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a little much. Yeah, it's a little bit much. Like, hey, like this is not it's not a dog. <laughs> 
the deer like I bet you the deers be they was bugging out like because you know the deers was there first. Yeah. But they was like, why is these niggas moving in my house? Yeah, what's all <laughs> they just wake up like, what's all that noise? Hammers and saws and stuff. <laughs> it's like, I know these motherfuckers ain't moving. <laughs> and then they be like, you know what? I'm going back over there. Gets hit by a car. Oh, dang. That yeah. was dark. Nah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love animals. It hurts to see that. I think if you're an animal lover, like hardcore animal lover, don't become a truck driver. Yeah, I, because dude, I see more dead animals than anyone can see in a year. Yeah, yeah, I think. It, I mean, when I see any, I've seen, I've been, because I've been all over the country at one time. I've seen fucking like elk and fucking turtles and mm-hmm. all kinds of different and armadillos. When you get near the Texas area, you start seeing a bunch of like armadillos, and they just look like big rats with shells man mm-hmm. and, you, crazy. and you see them smashed, smashed up. yeah what fucks me up every time is when i see a dog i just turn away like oh my god i can't believe dude that. i seen a um it was kind of disturbing because it wasn't even in the street in the street it, yeah. it feels a certain way yes but when you see a dead animal like a dead bird in the middle of no like in, in the middle of a street or something yeah. like that like i seen a cat just like dead in a parking lot yeah and i was just like what is this mug doing like i I was more curious like what is this mug doing in the middle of this parking lot i just think that some yeah i don't know i don't know man I, I think sometimes people they don't recognize when animals are in distress and they don't be like hey you want some water like i'm not like i'm just i love i love dogs i love animals but if i see a dog in distress and they have tongue hanging out and they look dehydrated i'm like hey buddy come here come here come here mm-hmm. and i have like a bottle and i Pour a little bit better water in his mouth, and mm-hmm. I may give him an unconventional snack, like he might get a burrito or some shit, you know. And then, yeah, <laughs> I, hey, that'll help him out for the day. He'll get that those carbs and that energy back. Yeah, you know. But mm-hmm. some people just see a dog and be like, "Don't touch that dog." Yeah, yeah, that's a stray. Mm-hmm. I think um, the the craziest thing that um, my brother was telling us about, like running, like if you see a deer in the road, he said, "Don't slow down." Cause yeah, the way that, um, like the momentum of the car. If you slow down, the the deer will like fly through the windshield. But he was saying like if you keep driving, like you um, like the way that uh, like the way that the height of the deer and the, you know the way their legs are, like you'll just smash the deer and you'll survive. But if you slow down, like your car will like lift up a little bit, and yeah. then it will like um. Like lift up the deer and then it will fly through the window. So I was like, Yeah, the unfortunate (laughs) thing about that is you have to value your life more than the deer. Mm -hmm. Now I would say the way you can avoid that is if you drive a lifted truck, then you don't have to follow those rules. If you see a deer and you got a lifted truck and you slow down and you hit it, you know you're. I don't know if you're lessening the impact for the deer, but he ain't flying up in that windshield. That might gonna die regardless. Yeah, he gonna. Yeah, that's fucked up. Especially if you got one of those big steel cages on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you could run through a fucking wall with those cages, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Switching gears from that, um, <laughs> <laughs> I had a really funny thing happen right now. I was uh, I went to go grab a snack from Seven Eleven. It's like a Seven Eleven little uh, kind of down the street from my house. Yeah. So this is what black people go through. Okay, so I go in there, I grab a snack, and I get to the register. Like, would you like a bag? I was like, yes, please, thank you. And it's just like, are you going to be paying with EBT? I'm thinking like, bitch, no. <laughs> no, I'm not paying with EBT. <laughs> paying with my fucking debit card. Yeah. So it's like, you just got this assumption that I'm on food stamps. Yeah. It's like, lady, I don't care what you think about people that look like me. Can you just please give me the same amount of 
respect and dignity mm-hmm. that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I wasn't tripping on her. If that's how she thinks, that's how she thinks. But I was just like, really? Yeah. Are you going to be paying with DBT? <laughs> I'm like, what you say? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, with the accent too. That sounds crazy. Yeah, man. I'm. I had to give. I had to do this from a very organic place. That's why I had to do the, the you know, in the Seven Eleven. So, yeah. you know, let's be real. We know who works there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen a black guy or a white guy working there, man. I'm all my thirty three years. I've never seen like a white guy like, hey, welcome to Seven Eleven. What's up, bro? Welcome to Seven Eleven. I would probably try. I'd have to take a picture of it. Like, <laughs> Yo, it's a white nigga in here, dog. Do you think in different states they have <laughs> like, uh, like white dudes that work at Seven Eleven? Black dudes? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Because the reason why I say that is, is uh, watching the Simpsons. Simpsons it really paints a picture too. Like yeah. that dude Apu. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just some people really they didn't like that character. Yeah. But the convention store lane is a lane that a lot of um, Indian people have used for a long time. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's really not at all. Um, but yeah, I, it, seeing it on The Simpsons, man, it really shed light. Like, yo, it's really a lot of like Middle Eastern or like Indian people at Seven uh, Elevens, mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, it is what it is. Making money. Making money, dude. Got us. Yeah, man, you got to hey, dude. Hey, everybody's road to citizenship or you know work is different. Yeah, like yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. But all right, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> could all you right. back off the mic a little bit? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, can you hear me better now? A little bit more. A little bit more, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That's better. You like when I get deep on it right there? <laughs> I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, because if I'm too close, it's going to overpower the mic, huh? Yeah. That's, that's better there? Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move along, man. Um, group thinking, like, how much of your thoughts are your thoughts or how much of your opinions are your opinions? And what I've noticed is when people say something, they look to the left or right of them to be affirmed before saying, yeah, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. I think having a true opinion or being a thinker on your own terms is based on the fact that you're not looking for people to agree with that point. Yeah. And we don't have people like that, man. It's like the funny thing is, 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 is for example, this recent Kanye, the whole Kanye conundrum going on. <laughs> um, uh, he, he met the president and all this shit. And people are like, oh, he a coon and he this and he that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, regardless of what Kanye is doing, a lot of us are mad at him because he is not the way we want him to be. Yeah. Like if people don't walk, talk, say and do the things we want, then we tend to like, you know, ostracize or like chastise them for doing something like, first of all, um, let's say a black person is a Republican. Am I going to be like, man, you lost you a coon you with the Republican Party? What's wrong with you? Like if that if he wants to make that decision, he can make that decision. His decision is based off of what he feels. Who am I to tell him no? Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a world that like that. Like because I'm a black man, I should think, say, and do this. And if I don't do this, then I'm a coon or I'm a dumbass or yeah. This is I don't agree with that, man. I, yeah. I I think that we should think independently, without group thinking. It's it's yeah. Not, it's not. Uh, it almost goes back to that point. Um, at the store when the lady asked you if you need it if you were paying with ebt because it's like 
they want to see um they want to put every black person inside of or we not even they like we as a country including black people want to put black people in a box yes we can only do this we can only we can only rap or play sports we can only play football and basketball we can't play golf or there you go we can't play tennis or um we can't we can't make country music or we can't can't make rock rock. music yes and it's like no like we we can do you can do whatever you feel like doing you know what i mean as long as you're not harming anyone or um speaking negatively about anyone you could be from whatever party you want to or you can do whatever you want to very true very great point especially with the music thing Mm -hmm. because I, i love music in general and it's just based on how i feel you know, I listen to it all, man, from Pantera to uh, uh, um, ACDC and mm-hmm. um, the police and Chicago and yeah, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers to um, Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, I listen to everything. It depends on what I'm feeling. And if I'm listening to rock, one day I was listening to rock. I was listening, I was listening to, um, what was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to work, and uh, some white guy drove up next to me, and then like he did a double take, like, huh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, you know, and then I was just like wave, like, all right, man. I just think what it is is people are so accustomed to seeing people, black people, listening to rap, like, yeah, like that's like just a one trick pony with the rap, yeah, you know, when you can, and this this is for anybody. It's like let's say it's a white guy, like, and he's listening to like some African music or something, right? And you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, maybe he actually likes that music. Maybe he, he likes the way it makes him feel. I I also think that it doesn't even feel the same. Like, I don't think they get that sort of negative backlashes. They don't. Like, black people reaching outside of their genre. That is true. That's you're almost a true. cool. You're almost cooler if you, you, you're up to date on the newest hip-hop and you're white. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That That is true. I th- yeah, that is a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what it is is, um, I don't know. I, it, in a way, a lot of black people are trendsetters, and especially when it, when it comes to um, like hip hop, it's always some new shit coming out, you know. And like when you step outside of that and listen to some other shit, or you do something different, everybody's like, "Oh man, mm-hmm. I thought you." Uh, or you'd be like, "Oh, I love uh, I love playing golf, man. It's the number one thing I do." You play golf, really? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you listen to Kenny Chesney, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's just the, it's just like this collective thought process where, yeah, your people tend to like, oh, oh, I didn't, oh, would well, you do this or blah blah blah? Like, yeah, you know. And it, it's kind of sad though, in a way, because what we do is we restrict ourselves mm-hmm. because we're not using. We're not we're not being open minded enough to realize that everything is not as it seems. Yeah, and that's that's definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like even the way like people, even uh, even as far as clothes. Remember, people started wearing, you know, tighter clothes and stuff like that, and yeah. it was like, oh, you dress like a white boy, or oh. yeah, or even what like Kanye West was doing when he was doing the the preppy stuff. Yeah, a lot of people he was getting backlash like that. And then it ended up being like the style for 
three, four years after that. Yeah. And you know what's funny? There are some white people that get backlash for dressing like loose, baggy clothes. Or I remember people, like some white guys used to get called wiggers yeah. because they like would listen to rap or had a hat backwards, their pants sagging. Mm-hmm. But they still didn't face as much backlash as a black guy that, you know, was a skateboarder. And, yeah. you know, he listened to like, uh, you know, like Slipknot or some shit like yeah. that. You know, if you black and you like one of those black guys, like, you know, you play, you're on a skateboard and you listen to rock music and stuff. Yeah. People, people like, especially black people, they're going to really, they're going to crack jokes on you, man. Yeah. And it's sad that we get a lot of it from our own people. Even the, even the global, like we talked about on um, a previous podcast, and even Nate um, had chimed in on it a little bit. I think he did, yeah. Um, about how like a person like Justin Timberlake or Post Malone, how they can capture like two audiences and mm-hmm. then they can be bigger than, not necessarily they're supposed to be, but like they have a, um, a broader audience just because they're making music that's um in an unusual cons- genre yeah considered like r&b or rap mm-hmm. and then they're also taking their uh ethnicity and people are automatically like gravitating towards it like that um but it doesn't work the opposite way no like somebody like darius rucker is not um like two times more famous than he's supposed to be because he's black um very true or i don't what, what's another darius Rucker's just good yeah, that's but it. what's a, what's another? Um, okay. I can't think of another like black artist that's Across in over. a different genre. Um, that's a good point. I, it's hard. I know that's the, it's kind of sad because the first one that comes up is Darius Rucker, but I think any real country singer would just totally debunk what we're saying mm-hmm. because I know there have been black country artists, like yeah. other big country artists. They're like, no, but what about Jeffrey Jenkins or <laughs> what about not, Billy not Tyler? Even that, but I'm saying like that. <laughs> cro- like Darius Rucker is not the biggest. Um, what I'm saying is like, there's he's not comparable to a Post Malone or a Justin Timberlake. You know what I mean? Got it. To where like white people love him, and then black people also like the music. Got it. No, you're 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 definitely you're completely right. I can't mm-hmm. think of that, mm-hmm. but I could use multiple artists on the white side that mm-hmm. can capture two audiences. You mm-hmm. know, Justin Timberlake, Post Malone. Uh, you could say Robin Thicke. Even Justin Bieber to an extent. Justin Bieber to what an extent. What he's doing with the Hispanic, yeah. like Latino uh, reggaeton stuff. Yeah. They've, they did a parody to that Despacito song. Uh-huh. They call it a, a Desk Burrito. What? <laughs> desk, like D E S K. Yeah. Desk Burrito. <laughs> desk Burrito. <laughs> and it's like a little song they had. It was on Facebook. I was like, yeah. oh my God, you guys are idiots. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, even Drake just dropped a song. It's called Mia. Yeah, it's all in Spanish. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I was like, this is um, not not speaking bad on it, but this is like, I feel like it's gonna be a big record. Like it's really a pop. Yeah, I got a pop feel to it. It's probably gonna be on the radio, you know, for weeks. You know, top you, Billboard you, charts. You gotta understand that Latinos are like the biggest market. Yeah. You got all kind of different Latinos: Mexican, Puerto Rican. Uh, Dominican Republic. It just goes mm-hmm. on and on. Like Latinos is a big group. So when you, it's this new genre of like, like you talked about, like trap reggaeton. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, I was delivering gas the other day, and some dude was playing it. I was like, hey, that shit dope right there. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. It, it's it, re- it's really. I to me, I like this. Um, I think we talked about it before. Yeah. About how like that like early two thousands yeah. the reggaeton popped off. 
And uh, I, I know you said you liked a lot of it, but me personally, I, I didn't really like a lot of it. But mm-hmm. this newer version that that's came around 2017, 2018, like I actually like these records. Yeah, yeah, man. And I think a lot of the artists that they want that longevity, they trying to get it everywhere. Drake know what he's doing. But Drake, I can't say he's the black uh, comparable to a white person, like the white artist, because Drake is half white. Yeah. And he half black. Drake got the biggest audience in general, Drake yeah. is number one. He's been number one on Spotify for I don't know how. Hold on. Let me look right now. I, I still think Drake is number one. Like, nobody has surpassed Drake in, like, the last months. I have not seen one person. He's been number one the whole time. Yeah. You know, and then that's how Drake stays on. Like, Drake, let me click on it right now. Drake is still first in the world. <laughs> he got 50 million listeners a month. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, but that whole... And somebody told me, they like, I don't know why I listened to the whole song. But uh, they say, it was cool. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it was cool. Oh, the, the Mia song? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be real. Like, I like Drake's part, but the other um, the other guy, I wasn't really feeling it. No. Uh, but um, it's a cool song. I wonder if it's on if it's on here yet. It should be. He's featured on the song. It's a Bad Bunny song. Oh, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Bad Bunny is a... Uh, that dude is super big. Yeah. All right, let me go to Bad Bunny. He's probably like number four or some shit. Oh, he's number 20, actually. That's crazy. Yeah, he's number 20. Mia with Drake. What is that? All right, Joe Biden. Bye, Bunny, bye. That's all y'all get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, ultimately, uh, we'll we'll get back on track. Um, I just think that it's much easier for us to think like it's it's, it's much easier for me to think like Keith because I don't have to put any effort into using my own brain and how I feel about things. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is this though If I have an opinion about something And I stand firmly on it That opinion can change based on information that I learned So if I'm open minded and I say Look this is not like this and I don't like that And then Keith says well actually this happened Before that and that happened that's why that happened And I'm like really And I say you know what actually on second thought I don't think that that's right And it's, yeah. and that's okay Yeah, you know. I think we, we should surround ourselves with people that don't mind um you having a different opinion exactly like there's there's definitely like music eddie will share with me and i'm like nah, i'm not really feeling it and like that's okay like it's not the end of the world you know what i mean but some people feel like if they're friends they all need to listen to the same music and you know they all need to have the same political views and stuff like that exactly. it's not really necessary yeah that that's ridiculous mm-hmm. and you, you know what else is crazy too is this is what i notice is like the world is broken down into groups white people black people latinos asians and you know middle eastern and all of that so the reason why this could never be united states is because for one we're broken down into race religion and uh uh race religion Political and politics movies. yeah so and the group thinking is killing everything. Mm-hmm. 
I think if everyone had more of an individual way of thinking and they came, to, there would be so many people thinking outside of their their cultural and group thinking. Yeah. You know, like if I don't know, it's just weird. Like if I see and I see it all the time and I can only really give you an example from the black, the black view where it'll be like Kanye doing something and they'll be like, man, I can't believe he did this. This dude is lost. Like he had a Trump hat and a Kaepernick shirt on. Right. And everybody's like, man, this nigga is lost. I can't believe he did this to us. And this, I'm thinking, like, did this to us. <laughs> like, first of all, you put Kanye in too high of a position. Like, you've made him like an oracle or some shit, like a god. Yeah, he definitely don't owe you nothing. He doesn't owe you shit, first of all. Secondly, like, how can you allow some, how can you put that much energy and stock into someone just because they look like you? And what I, I have a problem with, though, is, like, when Kanye... Uh, took the mic from Taylor Swift and said that that was disrespectful. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Nobody canceled him for that. When he said that George Bush is a racist, nobody canceled him for that too. Mm-hmm. Which you know, some of us felt that you know that he wasn't giving aid correctly to the people in New Orleans. Yeah, but when he said that, that was cool. But then he supported Trump and everybody canceled him. Yeah, and it's like first of all, he was when I heard him talking about the issues. Yes, I do believe he's mentally ill. When I heard him talking about issues, you know, about Larry Hoover and other like black issues in the black community mm-hmm. and people was like, he a cool. And I can't say, I can't believe that. First of all, him even meeting with the president is a bigger step than anybody that's talking bad about him. Mm-hmm. Like when have anybody else like that is a prominent black leader been in the white house? Yeah. Like none. I think he had somebody with him, I believe. Yeah. Some girl was sitting with him. Yeah. Yeah. Some girl with him, but Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like how's things? And then, oh, when when Steve Harvey went to meet with the president, everybody called him a coon. Yeah, I'm like, why? He wanted to discuss housing for HUD. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on, man. Looking back at it, I think I had a, like a negative idea of these people going to meet um, the president, but it was mostly swayed by mm-hmm. the, the the people that I listened to on the radio. Exactly. Um, but there's not really anything wrong with meeting i think the i think the only bad part was there was like a perception about it mm-hmm. about like you know him trying to get black votes or trying to get black people on his side so he started meeting with these people but at the end of the day i don't really see um anything wrong with it no if there's something um positive like a positive outcome Definitely. i almost wish that if there was meetings there were there, there won't be like cameras around because that does feel like a photo opportunity. But if there was a way, like, there there was, even when when Barack Obama was in office, he met with a lot of people in the black community. Bruh. And no one, like, there's only um, stories told about it. There's not, you know, pictures of, you know, a lot of these people. Oh, there in, is. In, um, I mean, there's pictures of a lot of people, but yeah. there's some people that met with him that there aren't pictures. Yes, you know that's I mean? very true. So, um and like even the you know the cameras being there the whole time that him and like we don't know what those conversations was about like j cole talked about a time when he met barack obama and i don't think there's a picture on the internet of j cole and barack obama um and the only way we knew about his conversation is because he talked about it in a song so it's like i would rather something like if if people from our community is going to go meet with donald trump like Let's not use it for publicity. Let's use it to actually solve an issue. You know what I mean? I think, you know, I think we're, we're speaking of that. I think a lot of that happened because we did have a black president and mm-hmm. people ought to, they ought to understand like that when someone looks like you 
and their life has been as a black man, of course, there's going to be a lot of, there was a bunch of like Latinos. There was more brown people in the White House than any time in American history. Mm-hmm. I said that on Facebook and people got offended. What do you mean? It, there was George Lopez and and Jay-Z and Beyonce and 2 Chains and T.I. and mm-hmm. Will Smith and Jada and all these people was in the White House. They had never been in the White House before that. Chris Rock was in the White House. And it's like out of, out of all the presidencies that has never happened, and and I mean it's for the obvious reason. Like, it's only been one black guy, you know. What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I think I just I'm waiting for the time we get a Latino president. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's gonna be lit. I don't I don't know how that's really gonna happen, but we had a polar opposite. You got Trump in there, and we had Barack, first black president, and now the first celebrity president. Yeah, like who are we gonna have next? Ha ha Davis is the president. Ah. Oh, I'm the president, president. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Oh, they trying to get me for sexual harassment, harassment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, what was that? Said I dig it. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. This group thinking is, is really tearing. It's tearing down the way. Uh, not only it's not it's tearing down ourselves in a way because we're not really we're looking to the left and right of us to see if people agree mm-hmm. well, you don't need to be affirmed for having an opinion you have an opinion you feel that way and I think a lot of times we feel kind of tore down like I, I posted something the other day on Facebook and hardly nobody liked it and I was like okay but I basically said there's more of a problem with society is that there's more of a problem with how society views Kanye than Kanye himself you know, if people don't walk, talk and say the things we want them to say, then we just then we, you know, we cast them out. I was like, I don't want to live in a world like that. Mm-hmm. And people was like laughing and like, man, Kanye a coon and this and that. And I'm just like, dude, you have literally just said something that the last eight million people have said just yeah. because you feel like that's OK. It just sounds good. It just sounds good to you mm-hmm. to call somebody a coon or call them that, you know, and and believe it or not, Kanye has did more for the black community than you have. And even if you say he hasn't done nothing, he's still done more than your ass. Yeah. All you done was shoot your, you just shoot your mouth off on fucking Facebook. Yeah. I I got into a, it wasn't even an argument, but I was talking to my cousin about, um, kind of a iteration of what we're talking about, Uh about there's a lot of people that, that'll be like, man, such and such is a millionaire. He need to be donating his money to the community. And, oh, he a billionaire. He need to be giving his money to this and this and this. And it's like, these same people saying that won't even give a bum spare change, bruh, or even do something free, whether it's like feeding the homeless or, you know, doing community cleanups or you know, giving a young kid advice or something like that. Yeah, that man, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, you can't tell somebody what they should be doing with their money. Yeah, and what I hate about it is they post a picture of all these extremely like prominent black people like Jay Z and and LeBron and like other, they said like all these brothers is all these brothers is coons. They could come together and we could all, he said they could, uh, they could free black people and do this. And I'm just like, bro, like this is ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, if you, if you're trying to paint this image of black, like royalty, then you look weak because you're trying to ask another grown man to bail your ass out. Yeah. I don't need no handout from Jay-Z. I don't yeah. need no fucking handout from LeBron James. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron James, and all they got, and everything they have in common is that they self-made. 
Yeah. You know, they, they got what they got. They earned that platform. I respect them for that. I don't want nothing from them. Jay-Z said, like, they they I think they asked him about that one day. And he's like, he was like, I do do stuff for the community. I do give up, give back to the community. But he was like, even if I don't, um, my story is more than enough for people to grasp on. You know what I mean? Yeah. My narrative and my music and, you know, the stuff I've talked about um, in interviews and stuff is um, he's like, I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? On that yeah. um, on that song. So just that alone is enough for people to be like, oh, OK, I can grab onto this and um, I can go change the world with that. Yeah, that's very true. Mm hmm. That's very true. I just I don't believe in a grown man giving me anything yeah. for me to prosper. I, mm -hmm. I find it ridiculous. And it's like these so-called pro-black, you know, people they like they put this collage of different successful black athletes and musicians and directors and it's mm -hmm. like you like, you know, uh, it says something like, you know, the black community could be freed of of all this if these brothers came together, but yeah. You know, they, the white man is controlling them. And I'm just like, bruh. Calm down. Calm bro. down, man. Yeah. Even, like, the narrative with LeBron James' school. Oh, my God. It was God. like, um, oh, LeBron James didn't donate um, or he didn't pay for 100% of the school. And, like, a week later it came out that in order for him to still be, like, a public school, he would have to only pay, like, a small percentage of um, – like the school and the rest had to come from donations or other, you know, outside sources. Mm -hmm. It's just like the same sort of thing. Like people speaking on other people's pockets. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's like somebody telling me like Eddie, um, you make this much and I think you should donate this much to the black community. I'm like, look, black community got to pay for their own goddamn shit. Yeah. Cause I'm black too. I don't pay. Yeah. My I got bills myself. I got bills myself. How about you tell them to pay for my shit? Mm -hmm. Like, no, nah, that, that to me is really a very weak way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's this digging It's I don't say it's digging a deeper hole. It's not so much of us being in a hole. I just think it's more of a mentality issue. Mm hmm. You know, but mm -hmm. yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add uh, else on that, uh, on the, the group thinking? I think that's all. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're getting towards the end. Oh, that was a one, one interesting. I forgot to say, it was one interesting thing that happened to me. Like I was, uh, <laughs> like this kid gave me like, <laughs> like really great advice, and he probably was. He had to be like in the fourth grade or something. So I'm coming home and I see these kids and like they bounce in a basketball. But I was like, and you, you know, you if you know if you play sports, you know what a flat basketball sounds like. So I was like, oh, these kids are playing with a flat basketball. So I go in the house and then I come out. And I was like, oh, I have a pump in my car. So uh, when I pulled, when I seen him, when I was um, driving away, I was like, hey man, y'all need a, y'all need y'all ball pumped up. And he was like, uh, he was like, what? He was like, I was, I was like, I got a pump right here. You need me to pump up your ball? He was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pumping up the ball, and it was like, it was like four other kids with him. I was like, hey, I got a couple balls in the house. I'm gonna go grab those. So they came out with like two more flat balls. And uh, I just pumped up the ball, and the kid is like asking me questions. He was like, oh man, I like your car, man. I was like, oh, I appreciate it. And then uh, I pumped up the other balls. And then uh, he walked away and then he came back. He was like, thanks, man. And then I shook his hand. And then um, he was like, hey, bro. He was like, if you got a girlfriend, don't let her stress you out. And then, and then I just drove off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
I was like, where you get? Why are you so wise? It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, what the heck? Yeah. When was this? This was yesterday. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Little kid, he had to be like ten years old, nine years old, or something. I like think that. it could be maybe his maybe his dad had a chick that was stressing him out, and he probably yeah. told it. He probably a lot of times when kids tell you things, it's always secondhand information. Yeah. So maybe his dad was like, "Look, son, don't ever let a woman stress you out." Yeah. And then he probably seen you, and he was like, "He seemed like a cool guy. Let me tell him about <laughs> what my dad told me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because my dad would tell me shit like that sometimes. He'd be yeah. like, man. He said, and my dad would tell me shit like, he's like, you know what, pussy ain't worth no headache. Yeah. And I would just be like, I don't want to I could tell he this. was a kid that soaked up stuff because yeah. he was looking in my car. And you know how the speedometer has the miles per hour and, and the kilometers? And um, he was like, hey, what's like the white numbers and the, and the orange numbers right there? And I was like, well, one is like, they're just different metrics. You know what I mean? Like one is measuring, measuring miles and then one is measuring kilometers. And he was like, oh, okay, I get it now. And it was just, it was just a weird conversation because he seemed like a little kid. But at the same time, like he was a little bit wiser than the typical. He's one of those kids that by the time he's our age, he's going to be very smart. Yeah. Because asking questions, people say, and you ask too many damn questions, you're annoying. Yeah. The smartest people will ask questions. Yeah. Because you ever have you ever noticed some person that's really smart? They know a little bit about everything. Yeah, you'll be like, "Oh, my car's doing this. What kind of sound is it making? This and that." It could be like a nerd that has yeah. that doesn't work on cars, but he'll know like, "Oh, you might want to look at your starter. It might be the starter, possibly. Yeah, it might be the modulator. You know." Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. And then you'll be talking about boxing, like, "Hey, you know, you ever thought about giving the jab?" And then you'd be like, "How the fuck do you know all this <laughs> shit, man?" Yeah, yeah. When you ask questions and you soak up a lot of information, you tend to know a lot. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he definitely gonna be one of those. Cause even like that, just me telling him that he gonna be able to like, "Hey, mom, you know the kilometers a, a different way of measuring the miles." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just gonna be able to have that conversation with somebody. And his his mom probably gonna be less. A lot of times parents are less likely to listen to their children. Yeah. But what y'all don't realize, parents, is you can learn a lot from your kids. You're, you're not the only one doing the teaching. You can also learn. Yeah. Because your kid's right. going to tell you some shit that you don't know, and you, you're going you're gonna to dismiss it. And then somebody else is going to tell you the same thing. You'll be like, oh, you know what? My son was right. Yeah. Yeah, your son was right. You just don't want to fucking listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's real. It'd be crazy. What if some What if some little kid walked up to you and said, Hi, you're like, how you doing? My name is Jerry. Oh, my name is Keith. My mom says she's looking for somebody that could hit her from the back. Oh my god! (laughs) 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 Like, oh man, I'm gonna be real. I work at a, I work at a middle school, and sometimes the kids be getting picked up, and I'd be like, low key wondering what the moms be looking like. Just peek out that because it was a, it was a mom, it was a mom that came through. She was thick. She didn't look all that good, but she like her body was right. I was like, dang. You know, I would have walked out the door. I'd be like, I just want to let you know your son's an awesome student. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of give him that. You kind of yeah. give him like a question. Yeah. Make sure his dad in the house. And he's like, I'm sure his dad's very proud of him. Well, actually, you know, yeah. um, me and his dad are not together right yeah. now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So what do you like uh, do for fun? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have a Snapchat? Oh, man. Yeah, dude, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of because their moms is they they you know this junior high kids, so the, the 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 parents ain't that old. You know mm-mm, what I mean? Mm-mm. They're at the, they're either 
they're from your age to mine. Mm. No, nah, they age. have to be like, yeah, they like 10, 12 years old. So, you know, add that, add 20 to that. So they'd be up like your age. Yeah. Yeah. Right in there. Oh, yeah. They, they're still ready to get it cracking. Yeah. Still, that's crazy. Yeah, still got a lot of juices going. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, the juice now. That is- <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, we've came to the end of this podcast. This is just a Saturday special podcast. We'll be coming at you with more content. And uh, we'll get more into everything we're going to be working on here in the near future. Yeah. Until then, uh, thank you for listening to Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Fings. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>